Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the Mere Disciple podcast. This is Jeff Strong, broadcasting from beautiful Nelson, British Columbia. This podcast is an opportunity for me to share my reflections on what it means to follow Jesus in the modern world, and maybe more specifically in this very post-Christian context of Nelson, British Columbia, and the broader Kootenai region. I'm a pastor at Nelson Evangelical Covenant Church, and while this podcast is new, so the format is sort of wide open, one of the things that I do want to be tackling consistently are the questions that sort of continually come up during the week um, and just as that come up as a result of my job and my interactions with people. And one of the questions that is often at the forefront for people is, I'm interested in learning more about the Bible, but I don't know where to start. Now, for a lot of people, the Bible can be intimidating. It is a big book. And some of us might have even been told that it's inaccessible to the average person, that only a pastor or a priest or some kind of spiritual authority figure has the training or expertise to be able to properly read and understand it and apply it. But I really get excited by this question because I love when people take up the gauntlet and the challenge of engaging the Bible, of learning to read it and study it and ponder it and wrestle with it. I think biblical literacy is very, very important. You can certainly make the argument that the Bible is the most important document in human history. It has had an enormous effect on the history and development of the modern world. And so I think everyone has a stake in understanding what the Bible is communicating. And yet, for many, many people, our views are based on secondhand information. We've heard from a friend or from a video or from a quick synopsis about what the Bible is, and we've kind of put it into a preconceived idea and then shelved it and moved on. And I think that's really, really dangerous, regardless of whether you consider yourself a believer, a seeker, or a skeptic, because all three of those kind of spiritual postures um, are, for, for each of those spiritual postures, it's incredibly important to know what the Bible communicates, right? I mean, if you are a believer, if you're a Christian, and you say, I'm wanting to know what it means to follow Jesus, then you have to take seriously the scriptures that Jesus took seriously, which is the Old Testament, and then you need to take seriously the scriptures about Jesus's life and teachings and death and resurrection and this and the uh, writings that come after that as a reaction to that event in human history, the, the Jesus Christ event. So you need to engage the Bible as a Christian consistently to know what you believe and to know what it means to even call yourself a Christian. For those who are spiritual seekers, it's really important for you to make sure that when you are seeking truth and spiritual truth, you're going to the primary sources, right? If the internet has taught us anything is that everyone teaches through a lens of bias. And so there is no such thing as an unbiased information source because we're highlighting certain elements of information and maybe backgrounding others. That can be done in a very exploitative way. That can be done in a very honest way. 
But for the true spiritual seeker who wants to engage scripture, you need to do that directly and you need to do it honestly. And if you're a skeptic and you can, in, in sort of your fundamental attitude is one of a dismissal of all institutional religion or maybe of the Christian faith as uh, in particular, it's really important that you understand what the Bible communicates because it's very important for your rejection of Christianity to be informed because the scripture kind of casts a shadow of influence over the culture that we live in, in a way that often people who reject Christianity or just reject institutional religion to begin with, don't fully appreciate. And by reading and understanding the text, even if you don't accept its claim that it's divinely inspired, it will allow you to make sure that your rejection of um, the God of Scripture and Jesus in particular is founded on first-hand knowledge. And so to that end, I think it's really important, and I really encourage everybody to get into the habit of engaging the Bible, ideally, every day. Now, where do you start that process? Because the Bible isn't put together like a regular book where you can start on page one, read it all the way through, and there's a sort of a coherent narrative that ties it all together. And that's because the Bible itself is a library. It's a collection of 66 books of differing lengths that God used and uniquely inspired to give direction to his people. And within these different books, there's all kinds of different genres. So when we open the Bible, we're kind of like walking into the library of God. And there's poetic books, and there are books that focus on direct instructions or laws, as they're called in the Bible. There are books of history that just give an account of particular periods in time and in Israel's history. There are wisdom books. And so coming to understand that the Bible is a collection of sub-books is very, very helpful because there are books in the Bible that are fairly easy to grasp and to apply to our lives and to make sense of without a lot of training or understanding of the cultural context. But there are other books that are very, very dense, very complicated, very difficult. And if you start with those books, you might mistakenly think, well, the Bible isn't for me. This is irrelevant. This is boring. This is... Uh, exactly the kind of thing that I don't want to be wasting my time on. And so when I encourage people to start engaging the Bible, I really kind of point them to a few particular places. The first is the Gospels. The Gospels are a specific set of four books written by uh, disciples of Jesus, followers of Jesus in the first century, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. If you open up a biblical table of contents, you have the Old Testament, you have the New Testament. The first four books of the New Testament are gospels, meaning they focus on the good news of what God has done in and through the life and the teachings and the death and the resurrection of Jesus, who is called and titled the Christ or the Messiah. And so Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John tell the Jesus story and put the Jesus teachings out there, collect them together. Sometimes they reframe them because they are each trying to kind of show a different element or side of Jesus's ministry or agenda. 
But it's really important, as you can imagine, being a Christian, that you would prioritize reading and staying in the Gospels pretty much your whole life. And there are a lot of Christians even, quite honestly, who read the Gospels once or twice and then move on to other things. And I'm a bit big advocate for if you are a Christian, you need to be steeping in the Gospels. And so one place that I would definitely encourage people to start is pick one of the Gospels. Mark is the shortest, and it sort of reads a bit like an action movie. It's very fast-paced. It's not a lot of detail. It's just the facts. And Jesus is moving with urgency and power through that narrative. So it's only 16 uh, chapters long, quite quick. And if you just read one chapter a day, again, you'd get through Mark in half a month, and you would have a really good overview of Jesus' life and teachings. When you read Matthew, Mark, and Luke, you're going to notice that there are some overlap and similarities between the stories that are told, the teachings of Jesus, and that's why these Gospels are called the Synoptic Gospels. They provide a synopsis of Jesus' life, and they sometimes, or well, often, borrow um, the same stories, but they piece them together slightly differently because each of them is writing to a specific audience. John's gospel is different because it's not so much a synopsis of Jesus's life. It's a lot more a collection of his core teachings. So it reads a little bit differently and it, it might be a little bit more dense, but I, I certainly encourage people to start with Mark or John and just read through it at a pace of even one chapter a day. The other place that I encourage people to start reading to understand a scripture and what it means to be a Christian is a collection of books within what are called the Pauline epistles. And that's a fancy word meaning epistles, letters that were written by Paul, who was an early church leader commissioned by Jesus to plant and teach churches what it means to follow Jesus and to um, live out Jesus's mission in the world. And those four books are Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. And they're very short books. And they're all kind of lumped together in a little section of the New Testament. And the reason why I encourage people to go there is because these are books that were, that were written by an early church leader, specifically to Christians who were asking the question, okay, Jesus has died, he's resurrected, he has ascended and gone into heaven, and now we've been given the Holy Spirit to live out our faith but what does it mean for me as someone who lives in Roman-occupied Ephesus to follow Jesus? What does it mean for me as a Christian in Galatia, uh, this region, this province, to follow Jesus? There are letters that are dealing with the rubber-meets-the-road realities of life. Money, sex, power, our vocation, prayer, the importance of um, engaging scripture. And so Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians are four short books that you can just cycle through pretty quickly. Most of those books you can read in about 15 minutes, maybe 20 max. But again, even just going through them at the pace of one chapter a day is a really, really good way to just familiarize yourself with the basics of what Christians believe and why. Because Paul is often tying in how now should we live as Christians in the world to the larger story of God in Scripture? And I think, you know, when I say that out loud, it reminds me that I wanted to emphasize that 
a lot of people think of the Bible as just a huge tome of generic life wisdom or life instruction. And so you kind of, you can open the Bible and kind of spin the wheel and spin the pages and stop somewhere and kind of get a little nugget for living. Now, there are books of the Bible that are like that. Proverbs, for example, in the Old Testament is a whole collection of kind of one-off sayings that are collections of wisdom that as you read them, reflect on them, meditate on them, they can develop your ability to understand how God has created the world. But I think the Bible overall needs to be understood as a story, that there is a plot line to the Bible, and the plot line before Jesus is a whole bunch of events and people and things that point us towards Jesus. Then you have the Gospels, then you have the rest of the Bible, which is a um, exciting, at times confusing, often very messy reaction to, to um, the life and ministry of Jesus and the outpouring of the Holy Spirit and the establishment of the church and, and, and God's empowerment to go into the world and teach people about the love and grace of God that's been revealed in Jesus. I'm going to link in the podcast description to a really, really good five-minute video by the Bible Project called The Story of the Bible. And it does an excellent job and it's really well animated. It's quite beautiful. It does a really good job of summarizing the basic plot line of the Bible. And so watching that video and then dipping into the Gospels or dipping into one of the pastoral or the Pauline epistles, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, or Colossians, pick one, doesn't matter which one. They're not, um, they're not connected in, in like a part one, part two, part three order. Um, Watching that video and then dipping into one of those books is a really, really helpful way to begin engaging the Bible. And when you do that, the method that I would encourage is simply to read one chapter or listen to it if you're listening to an audio Bible. Read it maybe one or two times, right? It's only going to take you about two to three minutes. Ponder it. Just highlight anything that stands out to you. Take notes. I have a question about this. This doesn't make sense. That was kind of interesting. I'd never heard this before. Didn't know Jesus said this. And then have the courage to pray for revelation. As Christians, we believe the Bible teaches that God can bring enlightenment to our understanding of the scriptures and that actually we need God's help to understand his word. And so when we read the Bible, take a chapter from the Gospels, take a chapter from one of those epistles, those letters that I mentioned, and read it, ideally two or three times, just one chapter, ponder it, pray for revelation, just say, God, I want to understand more about you and this book. I want to explore whether or not you're even real and whether this book matters. Would you reveal yourself to me and reveal your truth to me if you are real? That is a great place for believers, seekers, and skeptics to begin. Now, I'll mention other books of the Bible in the next podcast that can begin to augment that reading structure. But as far as I'm concerned, the Gospels and some of those early letters to early churches really represent kind of a foundational way of understanding what it means to um, expose ourselves to the core central message and central 
proclamation and claims of the Bible. So I hope that's helpful for you and I hope that's challenging for you. And I hope that you will, in the week ahead, just take one of those books and say, hey, for the next six days, I'm going to read one chapter a day through the book of Ephesians and just kind of grapple with it and see what comes of it. But reading and digging into the word of God, regardless of what our uh, spiritual background or current uh, posture or goals are, I think is a really, really worthwhile and worthy endeavor. And I think you're going to find it bears a lot of fruit in your life.